what's popping? Ooh, this episode 99, man. I'm we getting... so close. <laughs> we so close. You're like two schoolgirls. You're <laughs> <laughs> almost at the centennial. <laughs> They're gonna ask, he's gonna ask me to the prom. <laughs> Bring the corsage, bro. <laughs> Oof. Dude, oh, we're getting there, man. We, we are, man. We're almost there. I don't know what the hell we're going to do for 100. It probably going to be just like this. It probably will be. <laughs> well, we might be a little extra inebriated. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special occasion. <laughs> we got to have something. we definitely going to have a, a, a something, something good to drink. Oh, that's, hell that's, yeah. That's for damn sure. Definitely. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Carbon Footprint Podcast. He's Juan and I'm Sean. And you know the drill. Every week we get together. Have a few drinks. Talk about things going on in the world. Try to focus on things making an impact. Whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit them with the drink of the day. Because this shit is delicious. It's fire, bro. This drink, uh, it's it's a little uh, grapefruit basil mojito, man. So uh, it's a, in traditional mojito, there's a mint. So we swapped out the mint for basil. So we muddled basil leaves, added a half ounce of agave syrup, and then a shot of rum, white rum, a shot of grapefruit juice, uh, half of lime, squeezed it in there uh, in a shaker, shook it up with ice, and then poured it in a glass with crushed ice, and then garnished it with a, a basil leaf, man. It hits. And make sure you clap the basil leaf. Oh, yeah, leaf. clap the basil the same way you do the, uh, we always do it with the mint. Yeah. Make sure you clap the basil leaf, cracks the, um, uh, I'm going to call them veins. The veins. I'm sure that's not yep. what it's called, but yeah, in the thing, and it gives it, it lets out the aroma and the scent. It changes the drink completely. We did yeah. one with and without it. <laughs> <laughs> not even the same he slid one over to uh, me without the basil in it I had to slide it back he was, yeah it was offensive Sean was like he looked at me like what <laughs> I'm like you done made me something else yeah, yeah. what is this I, I want the thing you made last time <laughs> but yo it's fire we'll put it up on the IG with the whole recipe man it's, this one's good man I'm adding yeah. this to rotation this is the yeah. first time I've done it this way uh, I like making regular mojitos which we'll do on here at some point man but this one it's good, man. I wouldn't have thought of making this with, uh, not with grapefruit and basil. I wouldn't have thought those went together, but yep. well, you know, bro. And you know it's springtime here in Florida, so we're going to be hitting y'all up with some spring. Also, it's pool weather and yep. thing. We chilling here some now. Some spring man. drinks be coming your way, so stay tuned. Check out the IG. We'll have the recipe up there soon. Yeah, man. Let's go. Let's do it. Hit me with the carbon footprint. What you got? Yo, man, carbon footprint, man. We we, we going to a region of the country that is known for its um progressiveness. Actually, it's not, which makes this hilarious. Where is it? Fucking Utah? Salt Lake City, ah! Utah. Thank you. <laughs> I don't even know why. You I are that. right, sir. <laughs> so, Westminster College in Salt Lake City, Utah. Shout out to the Mormons. Yo, yo, yeah. Shout out to the Mormons, bro. Have you been to? I know you've been to Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah, City. yeah. yeah, Salt yeah. Lake. It's the scariest airport for me to fly into. That was really weird for me. I, I, didn't, I mean, I flew into the airport. I remember the airport being scary, but I think I told it on here before. I was there on a Sunday. And the streets were, and this is this is back in like late '90s, like late '90s, early 2000s. Sunday, um, we our flight was like we had to check out of the hotel by like 11, but the flight wasn't say until two. So we're going like, ah, oh, let's go to the Salt Lake, you know, let's go into the city and and see what's going on. It was like no cars, nobody's walking. It's like ghost town. At least it was back then. And that's then, the major city, and that, yeah. And then it finally went into some store, and then somebody goes like, "Oh yeah, everybody's at the whatever they call it, the tabernacle, the tabernacle or yeah. whatever it's called." Yeah. 
Wow, it's like the hills have eyes shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was very like like Children of the Corn, you know, eerie. So um, so what you got? What's, what's yo, going on so in Utah? So Westminster College in Salt Lake City, Utah, is now offering a class called the Hardcore Pornography. <laughs> <laughs> and it is part of the, it carries three credits towards the Film 300 program. And uh, so not just pornography, hardcore, hardcore. Yeah, yeah. It can't just be regular pornography. Come on, man. We don't want to watch that Cinemax like softcore stuff. We is that what? So is that considered pornography, like the Cinemax stuff? It is. I think it's called soft, soft core porn or soft porn. I know that. I, I know, like I call it that. But is yeah, that? I is think that, that's literally that what it's called. Yeah, it's like Disney porn, bro. It's um, yeah. It, it, it is a little, yeah, it's softcore. But anyway, so the course uh, description reads that you literally watch pornographic films with okay. the professor, and then you will talk about, like, the socio, like, I guess, I don't want socioeconomic, but, like, the, the, the sociological impacts of, of that on today's culture. And, oh, my God. Which is interesting. But That's it made me think of, though. it is, and it made me think of a story you were telling me, and I'll let you sort of go into it, about watching um, Euphoria. And so it, oh, it did make me yeah. think of that, but I thought, you know, <laughs> I'm like, yo, man, how do I sign up for this? I want to, <laughs> I want to be part of the solution, not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no, and that, that story, that the Euphoria story. I don't know if any of you guys have have seen it out there. I'm sure many of you have. Um, but in one of the first episodes in season one, it shows where um, this guy he's dating this girl. He really likes her, and then. Um, they actually go to have sex and I forget what he does, but he, I don't know if he like starts to pull her hair or something like that. And she's like, well, oh no, he goes to choke her. He, oh, so he, he goes to, her. <laughs> <laughs> that's in the next episode. <laughs> he fish hooks her and she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, he chokes her. Okay. So he chokes her. He goes okay. to choke her and she's, and she's like, whoa, like, wait a minute. And then, and then he goes, Oh shit! Like, I thought that's what girls liked, and and it was it was because of that. And they kind of and they kind of go into in, in other episodes where they show like, um, and, and even that one, like the teenage boys, right? The high school boys all watching porn, and this is what this is the information that they're getting about sex. And so, uh, right? And in today's like OnlyFans culture, yeah, and it's dude. very accessible now. Any, all types of sex. Though. Dude, we had this conversation at, at, at dinner table at my house. We try to be very open with our, with, yeah. our, with our kids. And it was really around me watching that. And I was like, um, so guys, like I really want you to, to know that, not that there's not women out there that are into that, but you need to have that conversation. Like, don't watch these videos and automatically assume that they like it. that everybody likes this. That's and if it, they don't, don't date them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my, one of my sons goes, "Man, I hope they all like that." <laughs> <laughs> Same, bro. Same. <laughs> and, I was, and I just, and I, I just. I, <laughs> I just had a thought that I'm like, wow, bro. You you spotted you're gonna you done, be disappointed. Yep, you done spotted the freak in the. Maybe not, bro, because if he goes out and he just he's open with that, then that, yeah, who knows, bro. Yeah. I dude, so it made me wonder. Like, obviously, this culture that we're in, where OnlyFans is so popular and all the other, like, I I feel like the um, sex is so it's not as taboo as it used to be. We're sort of a little more open with it before and a little more promiscuous and a little more. I think just 
you know what it did was I think it was always acceptable for guys. It's made it more like the culture has shifted where we're open minded to chicks just being sort of really open with their sexuality and all that. Um, but this college, like I was laughing at it initially. I'm like, yo, that's fucking hilarious. That's some professor who really just wanted to watch porn all day. This guy's probably got a porn addiction. But then I went, yo, man, actually, that's probably a good conversation because it made me think of that story you were telling me because it is a fair point where you go, you're, you're a kid in high school or whatever, or college, and you assume that people like this because you've watched porn, because you've done. And so, you know, thinking about like the impact of watching those films and what it does is like, yeah, it does. It gives you these assumptions that aren't necessarily true, but it also may make it true, right? There's a girl that watches that same thing and goes, "Oh fuck, that's what I'm supposed to like." So, oh, you know, I didn't think about like, it. Like, there's that, a flip side that of that too, dude. Yeah. That goes like, yeah, "Yeah, oh, so shit, this is what I'm supposed to do." Like, right? Um, like I'll be rejected if I don't yeah. do this for guys. Or man, you know, the other part too, bro, is I feel like porn gets the stigma of like what you see in porn. Like people are like, "Oh, you know, you shouldn't have sex that way" or whatever. But like. It's okay to idolize the rom-com, right? If somebody saw like some romantic comedy and people were like, quote unquote, making love, we'd be like, oh, that's cool. So why can't you get the same ideas maybe from a porn that you like, oh, fuck, I want to try that. That looks fun. Unless you're blatantly being disrespectful, right, to a partner or whatever. Like there's that side separately. But I don't think there's anything wrong with going like, oh, fuck, that shit kind of turns me on. Like, let's try that. Like, or. Yeah, as long as it's consensual. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. And I, so I think there's a, like, uh, I like the idea that it opens this discussion of not just these kids watching porn, but you watch this porn and then it goes like, let's open up the forum between male. Now, this class is probably going to be predominantly males. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be like the one fat Ew. chick in there. <laughs> but, but like. Yeah, you would hope it, it has male and females because I think having that open dialogue of stuff like that to your point like, about about the just that part in the show, I just couldn't stop thinking about that where I go, man, that's, that is such an awkward, you know, I got a boy and a girl where you go, you got to have this conversation, but now I have to add this other layer of this conversation like, yo, man, don't just stick the thumb in her butt. It might freak her out. Like, <laughs> ask. <laughs> just explore the just, area first. <laughs> Rub on the outside. If she gives you the thing, you'll know. You know, like <laughs> you'll know. <laughs> so shout out to Westminster College, man. I felt this like epi- uh, this episode is not sanctioned for uh, seventeen and under. Well, you should mention that it's brought to you by Trojan. The <laughs> we got a new sponsor this week. I wanted to surprise you. <laughs> Astro Glide and Trojan came through. <laughs> Oh, fuck, man. Yo, but I had a field day with this, and then the more I thought about it, the more mature I got about it. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I was like, man, it's actually a really good... Uh, no, I, that's I a great idea. I, would. I, wonder, I wonder what kind of um, exams they would have in it. Yo, how weird is it if your professor's up? Like, are you projecting this onto a screen, and your professor's up there, like, with a whole boner? Just... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you gotta figure somebody's getting hard. Everybody's right. Hard I'm just saying, finish. right? Like if it's especially if it's something that you like, right? Right? Like that's and then you're young, right? And you're talking about college students, college like students, bro. That's yeah, where you're, bro. you're having. Yeah. Yo, how many people are leaving that class going like, yo, man, you want to go? Uh... No, no, they're going. I can't get up yet. <laughs> You got to have a dismissal before the dismissal. Yep. You got to have like a 12-minute warning bell. <laughs> you got to cut the fucking video like 20 minutes out. <laughs> you know how many Mormon boys are leaving that going, I don't even like dick, but I'm willing to suck it right now, bro, after watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take one for the team. <laughs> oh, 
Oh man, dude, though. shout out Westminster College, Salt Lake, bro. Westminster College. That same that name sounds familiar. Are they nationwide? I don't know, man. My my school was based in Salt Lake City too. My online school oh, that I went yeah. to WGU. WGU, man. So it's funny. I thought about. It. I was like, wait, wait, y'all didn't offer that when I was there, and then it wasn't <laughs> the right one. <laughs> so I thought Westminster. I kept thinking there's a school in New York, a Jersey, I think called Westminster. But it's West, it's Westminster Academy, maybe. Okay. But I can't remember if it was like yeah, a prep feel, school. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that name before. Yeah. I think it might be Jersey or New York, but they were a preparatory school. I think it was high school. I can't remember. But it was a really big, big, big school. Okay. But yeah. Anyway, yo, shout out. Shout out, though, man. Shout That's out awesome. to Westminster. <laughs> All right, man. My common footprint is going out to Mr. Elon Let's go. That's the official mascot of Carbon Footprint. <laughs> For those of y'all listening to, to, to us, uh, you know, even even partially, you know that we got a little love affair going on with Mr. Elon Musk. Um, but if you if you are living under a rock um, or, or or just don't pay attention to the news, Elon bought Twitter this week for forty four billion dollars cash yeah his money <laughs> not even stock and ops not nothing right he's offering yeah, his straight money. cash no financing um and, and the way the way it started right he's, he he bought like 9.2 um percent stake in the company yeah like via stocks right so he kind of owned that much and then um i know he was supposed to there was there was you talk about him getting on the board right yeah. he was gonna get on the board because he was the single most uh, he owned the single he most shares most. yeah yep so, but then he declined that, and then there was talk about the takeover, and then essentially he just offered more money than the stock price was worth to 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 buy them all, essentially. Dude, um, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just what a flex, bro. What a fuck you, yeah. <laughs> and remember, you dude, I was telling anybody who would listen when it first came up, they're like, oh yeah, that's wild. I'm like, no, nah, they they're gonna have to take it. Like, oh, they don't have to. I'm like, you you have, have to. to take that offer. I go if you're them. The only way you don't is if you get a better offer or a competing right. offer. It can be equal, and then you decide you like this other guy more. You're not gonna get that, not at the price that he offered. So. You have to take that. So money. do you? So you have not now. Do you have to take it because everybody that sort of matters in that company stands to make a lot of money? Yeah, that's and it. Right? All the shareholders, all the stock, they're going. That's he's offering more money per share than the that's ever been worth for those guys, or it will be worth. Right. So like, it, for that guaranteed payout at that moment in time, you're like, yeah, you absolutely have to. So take if that. you are, so one of the things about this, and let me talk, let me go here first. Um, he promises like new new features, mm-hmm. but one of the first things he wants to do is take it private. Yes. So, before I get into the features, if he takes it private, what happens to the stockholders? So I have to take a look at that because so there's a there's a concept right when you're a public company there's there's um classes of shares right you can have class A class B class C like it, there's like an infinite amount of denominations of this depending on the company and how they want to dilute sort of the the okay. ownership. So generally, when you're public, the the shares that you offer are just really like voting rights. So like the shares that you and I could buy off like, you know, E-Trade or Robinhood or whatever. It's just they're generally like class B or class C. And what all we get is voting rights. Right. We don't get it. We don't share in the profits. We don't you know, there are some companies that offer dividends. And that's a different class of shares. So. um, And so there's a way that he can do this. And generally, and I think technically still leave it to where you can own shares in it. Like, you just get votes. Oh. But 
or you're just paid out and your position is removed and he completely removes it from the exchange. I don't know. I have to go. I haven't uh, delved into like the exact, uh, I guess, the transaction wise, how he's going to yep. handle his. But you could theoretically be private and have like, say, 40 percent of your shares out there, but you own the majority. So you're still making all the decisions. You don't get a you know, like the. the you can't call day-to-day shots, right? Like, there's certain things that they bring up to vote when you're, you know, I'm sure you get the alerts for the yep. stocks you own. Like, oh, you listen in on the call. Or yeah, like, no thanks. Yeah. It, there's there's certain things you do there, but you really have, don't have, you don't have a share in equity. You don't have, you know, like, you don't own a part of the company, you know, that they sort of sell it that way, but you really don't, right? right. You just get voting rights. And so, mm-hmm. um, I have to look at, I didn't see what this will entail, but if he's saying he's completely taking it private, he's you probably just get bought out. Just get bought just, out. Yeah. Wow. You cash out your shares and then you move on, or he leaves it as a you know whatever class B right. share and then do that. But I thought it was hysterical, dude. They tried to stop him from doing it by doing the whole poison pill. There's an actual technical name for it, but the um it's been coined like the poison pill, where Which is what? basically what they did was they they the board opened up a an opportunity for the current shareholders to buy more shares at half the price, with the exception of the last person who came in, which would have been Elon. So, oh. which means then for Elon to buy, Elon would have to now pay those guys for more shares at the the price that he's offering, not at the 50% discount that they sold. The problem with that is that it dilutes the company. So, you actually hurt the company over time, which right. is why it's called the poison pill. The, the flip side of that, if there's anyone, like normally what will happen is the person will back out. So, they do this for like hostile takeovers. They did it to um, do from Papa John's. So John, um, can't think of his last name, but when when that whole shit happened with him, where they tried to oust him, he tried to buy everything, and they basically did it, and it, it basically made it too expensive for him to do. It. Like he couldn't do it, oh, so wow. he, but he had to back out. Um, there was another big instance where they've done it with a, a, a big company in the last two or three years, but essentially they try to do that. But the thing is, is that if anyone's rich enough to go like to just be petty and do it, it's Elon. Like he could have afforded it even <laughs> at that, but it didn't work. And then right. he didn't back out. And so they wound up having to accept the offer. I think the only thing keeping them, the only reason it dragged out so long was because the Saudi. Um, there was somebody that, over there. Yeah. And right. That, that said, oh, like, I'll buy it. Yeah. Right. And then they were saying they didn't want to sell to him. But they were like, yeah, we'll buy it. We put it. But I, maybe they just couldn't put it together. And his they probably looked at that and went, fuck, we don't have that kind of cash. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Elon's going like 44 billion in cash, which was like 28 percent more than what their stock Offer at fifty four dollars a share. I think it was twenty eight percent more, something like that. Yeah, something but like that. Yeah, it, it's insane, bro. You had to take that offer. Like it would be irresponsible as a board member to not even to not at least bring it up to vote. And right. then those guys are not turning that down because they're going like, well, "Fuck, I'm about to get I'm paid. about to get paid, bro." This is the whole point of being on here. So yep. like, bye. Um. So yeah, shout out to you because he wants to make it. I like that you know he wants to protect the whole free speech. Now we'll see if he actually does it. Nothing about him tells me that he's not going to do that or at least right. protect it. Um, yeah, no, so so going with those new features, he wants to he wants to make uh, the algorithms open source. Um, for those, so those of you, those of you who don't know what that is, um, if you think about code, um, code is usually proprietary and it, and and it's it's sort of hidden. Um, but if the algorithms, if he if he makes them open source, it'd be like anybody can see what algorithms they're running in the background. So it's basically to increase trust. Yeah. So so if you think like, oh, my shit doesn't show up because of X Y Z, he's gonna show you like, yeah, oh, this like, is why. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, like here's the code. Where you here's the code. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Um, he wants to to defeat the spam bots. Um, he wants to authenticate all humans. That's awesome. And then um, the other thing on there was uh, one of the big. Uh, questions was oh shit so so now does trump come back 
Oh, he said no, right? He, Trump actually said no. Yeah, say Trump he's said, trying to pump his own thing. What are the truth, truth, truth social, social something yeah, like that? Yeah, no, but to do it. I, I, my favorite social media platform is Twitter. So the fact that Elon kind of owns it now, I'm like, okay, this, I have high hopes for it. Bro, is he, is he the greatest entrepreneur of our generation? Be, like, think about this. So you have to put him up against uh, Richard Branson and Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and, um, God, I'm trying to think, man. There's so many that are. I think there's a lot too that that we don't really we don't hear know about. about, right? Yeah. Um, but I, he has to be right. He has to be the single most influential, I think, important entrepreneur. I would argue, man, maybe all time at by the time it's said and done. Because if you think about, dude, if he manages to colonize Mars, and you're so you're solving the problem of the Earth is not always going to be like habitable right you solve the sort of i guess crisis with fuel here with tesla you've solved the traffic issues and again more stuff boring boring company which started as a joke which is hysterical the other ventures that he's now like obviously spacex no but the other one the uh the brain the neural link and then there's right so if if you solve like things like alzheimer's and you know these big like degenerative diseases that happen when you're older yeah with something like Neuralink. And then, and then even take it further. Where, where he said, you could actually sort of download information, like knowledge. Yeah, knowledge. You could be smarter, literally, just from yeah. a download. So, I, I mean, time will tell, right? Yeah, but, yeah. Do, 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 but do you fast forward like fifty years from now and go, this guy made the single biggest impact on human history? Like, it's possible, bro. If the Earth is falling to shit, and we're have we have a colony on Mars because he got us there, and then you know. Obviously, with everything happening, we're gonna move to all electric cars. You figure within the next decade or two, dude. I I think him. <laughs> I think that the that that all of the major auto automakers, they're talking about by like twenty forty to yeah. be one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So you figure he wasn't the first, right? He wasn't the only, but he made it um, sustainable. He made it mass produced. He made like he yep. was the first to do that, and then figure out the issues with the batteries and whatever. Like, bro, I, I'm I, I was thinking about that, like going. Dude, and now with you know who knows what happens with Twitter, the, does it sort of regain trust in people when sort of you go like, okay, this is the place I can go to for information or at least for expression and not be censored? I would say not so much for information, but for expression. So if you go, hey, I'm not gonna censor anything, right? So then you're also not gonna censor misinformation. Yeah. Right. So that, I think that I, I think that yeah, that's that's great. Don't censor anything, but. The people that are on there, you also have to go. Hey, take this, take, take the, all this information on here with a grain of salt. But does that mean that, like, if if somebody deliberately goes, COVID doesn't exist, does he not take it off? Is it? I, I'd be curious. I, to I see. don't know. Or yeah, like, what does the fact checking look like? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, what if somebody? Yeah, yeah, I'd be curious to see that because he's very like ones or zeros, right? He's very much right. a like. He, I mean, you want to talk about removing the emotion from things? Oh my He's god! Very like, just <laughs> pra- yeah, um, yeah, man, I, I, dude. That it's part of the reason why 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 I like him, man, is that nothing seems to get him high or low. No, he's never rattled about anything. Yeah, he's so matter of fact about everything, and I love you know I love hearing him in interviews, especially when you can sit, you can hear him like st- like pause, and you know he takes like these long like three four second pauses but it's because you know he's like thinking through and you go like oh he's not just like saying whatever like yeah. for the sake of filling in like dead space right he's actually 
giving it thought and and obviously some of that is the is the asd but um yeah man at the end dude at, at the end of all this like the fucking earth savior is an autistic dude uh, who just who got petty one day and just decided to start making shit <laughs> like yeah like and dude, paypal we didn't even talk about paypal oh dude yeah. we didn't talk about paypal that's how like, it all started that's right? how it all started yeah we didn't even talk about paypal dude. i think most people don't even don't even know that he's the one that started that no no I, we forget that completely yeah. no, that was the first company he used that money what to start uh spacex and tesla right like, i believe to, to start tesla i believe wow man um did you ever see the interview with him um, where they were, the, the the interviewer was asking him about the Mars colonization, and and he goes, you know, there's a there's a conspiracy theory out there that says the the whole Mars colonization is only for like the like the filthy rich to like go and kind of like get the elites, right? The sorry, the elite, that's a better um, better terminology. So the elites to kind of escape Earth and like leave the rest of us here, and and he, and he goes. Do you know how hostile the environment is going to be on Mars? And he goes, that's not for, like, the faint of heart. Like, the people that are going to go there are going to be, like, you know. Gonna they, they're going to die. Right, the first batch is going right. to die. <laughs> and he, he didn't say that exactly, but he basically just going, like, no. Like, we, like you're going to need the, the, the people who are, like, the most in shape and the smartest and the engineers and the people that are... That that know what they're getting into and are best and are best equipped to survive, and that's not money. No, it's not. Yeah, Richard Branson ain't trying to go hang out on Mars and right. figure out how to get yeah. water. He's and, going. Call me when that shit's yeah, all done. Let me know when it's done. And y'all got and y'all got the resort <laughs> built, <laughs> and I'll take my rocket up there. Yep. <laughs> that guy, bro, dude, he's. Yeah, man, I I I'm gonna be I'm gonna love to watch this whole thing play out because um. Again, man, his ideas have never necessarily been like, like original, but Dave, he's been able to execute like he's he's got to be the best at executing like every, you know, yeah. there's a lot of people who thought of an electric car. There's a lot of people who thought of, you know, you know, whatever, like curing you know, Alzheimer's or whatever, like maybe through other means and even A.I., no one has been able to execute like this guy, man, at, at this scale anyway. Like, like, yeah, because you go even the Neuralink, man, I think about how many experiments are out there that maybe somebody got it to work on one person. But he always creates something and he's like, yeah, I'll have a million of these out like in two years, you know, like and we'll be putting them in people. Like, and he's so just, nonchalant. And he's about so it nonchalant too, about it, man. He's like, <laughs> does, is that is that like sense of I don't want to call it false confidence, but that bravado, that arrogance. I don't even think also, it's arrogance, bro. I really think that. That he truly believes it, like you know what I mean. Like it's not like it's it's not like oh like like I'm the smartest guy. Like fuck all the rest of you. You guys are all peasants. I really think that he just goes, oh yeah, like this is simple. Like this is how you do it. Dude, I heard him explain. I think it was on Joe Rogan. I heard him explain like how you would essentially like heat Mars, and the way he explained it, you go like, how is that simple to you, bro? You know what I mean, but but the way he explains it, it's just like Isn't it oh yeah, some, like, like nuclear just, explosion yes, or something. Yes, it is. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a series of controlled nuclear explosions. But he's like, oh yeah, so like you just do this, and then that creates the atmosphere, or, or like or like it heats the ground, it heats the water, and it and, and the water evaporates and creates the atmosphere, and he goes into this whole shit. But you can see it playing out in his head, and it's just so matter of fact to him. He's yeah, just like, like, why yeah, wouldn't like, we be able to do that? Yeah, right. 
And meanwhile, I'm like, you're going to get a bomb tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going like. I'm trying to get meat up how, there. How do I work this toaster? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he's, it's on a day. And, but I wonder, you know how like, you know, people talk about manifesting. Like, is it that? Is it because he's so smart, like, and he's so matter of fact about things, and he's so like, no, this is very much possible, and so he sort of stays the course. I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, like that, there has to be yeah, something maybe, to that, man. dude. It, maybe it's the autism, right? Because you're so, you have this aloofness with the with the autism, where where you can remove the emotion from a lot of things, right? You are very data driven, very like. In some cases, right? Depends where you are on the spectrum. Like, is 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 that like this guy's greatest gift? Right. Was the fact that he was autistic, and so he's able to remove the emotion from everything and just be like, not theoretically, this is possible. So why not? So why don't we like, just do it? Yeah. Why don't we just let's try? It? You know what I mean? Like, he's like the ultimate. Like, eh, let's try. It. And then he happens to have the capital, right? So it's just yeah, dude. Uh, uh, it's fucking nuts. So man. he got my comment from another week. Um, I did see Jeff Bezos came out and 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 he was like, ah, uh, this may be another way for China to influence the U.S. because you know he has, um, he builds Tesla's cars in China as well. Yeah. So he thinks that you know they have that they may have an influence um, because they are sort of in bed with Elon essentially. I yeah, I just don't see Elon caring too much about that type of stuff like. And I think it goes kind of back to the to to the it's Asperger's is what he has, Asperger's. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it, I think it, it kind of goes uh, back to that to the where ASD spectrum, now. right? Yeah, I think it kind of goes back to that where you go, no, I don't think the guy, and this could be very foolish of me, I don't Maybe. think the guy has ulterior motives. No, I I I legitimately believe that he has. I don't even want to call it the best intentions. I think he's deliberate in what his goals are. I don't think there's um, an agenda behind that that he's not telling us. I think when this guy goes, I want to make an electric semi because I just, you know, this isn't sustainable. That's the right thing to do, right? Yeah. I literally believe like, yeah, that's just what he wants to do. Right. He's never given me a reason to believe otherwise. Mm -hmm. Now, does this guy have an ego? Like, of course he does. Does this guy like, I'm sure, can he be petty? Can he do? Of course he does. Is he going to help? I think, you know, one of the powers of the world who happens to yeah. be. Yeah, I don't think that is, yeah. Is it going to help China, like, influence our election? I, I, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's in it. You know, I don't think there's anything in it for him in doing that. So I'm going to lean towards no. But, um, yeah, man, time will tell. Uh, but, yeah, shout out to Elon, man. I, I just feel like he's changing just life day to day. And obviously I'm biased now because the fucking Tesla thing daily stares me in the face. And, <laughs> and then it, 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 the, the way they do even updates on a car, man, it's like a phone. I get an update a week and there's some random shit that he really? adds or does or fixes or what, you know, some of it is like shit you'll never notice. And some of it is shit that you're just like, Oh fuck it does this now. And it's like a never like, oh, changing cool. car. Yeah. yeah. Um, you just go like the way you were able to change sort of our everyday lives like with something that that we all use every day i just i feel like and he's just sort of scratching the surface i've heard him talk about the phone thing about creating a cell phone and a cell phone company oh you I've, know, heard, I've heard that before where you buy the phone and you don't have to pay for the signal anymore you don't have like a monthly plan or whatever and so like and i'm like yo he's crazy enough to pull that shit off like where he goes like no you buy the phone you own it and now it works like it has reception and i think about how it works on the car and i'm like okay i could see you you go okay you're gonna pay 100 bucks a year and it unlocks whatever the subscription i don't see why not bro my car has 4g lte and stuff on it and i'm sure the next iteration will have 5g like it's connected to the internet all the time 
So you go for him to go like if I can do it on that, why couldn't I do it on a smart on a device? device? And then that only costs me a hundred bucks a year. You know, usually I think it's ten bucks a month he charges or a hundred bucks a year. Why couldn't you do that on a cell phone? It's the exact yeah. same. Yeah. So I, I just this guy man is like touching everything. Somebody's gonna murder him one day because he's involved <laughs> in too many businesses and he's he's eating. He's taking don't, everybody. Don't else say that. Man. We're gonna knock on wood on that one, man. <laughs> Don't 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 kill him off yet. Man. He got stay off of planes. He got <laughs> he got shit to do. Make everybody make 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 Grimes. Is he still with Grimes? Make her taste all your food first. <laughs> <laughs> whatever girl you're with, <laughs> like if you love me, baby. Whatever you're alien you're with, these yeah. Days. Whatever alien you're with these days, make her taste the food first. <laughs> Dude, I had this story, man. That I had to get you. I'm gonna I'm I'm switch gears, man. Shout out to Elon. That's my carbon Hell footprint. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. This referee, there's a story, man, in Georgia. They had a tournament. And this tournament was at a at a church. And it it included um AAU basketball players. Okay. Um, but it was not an AAU sanctioned event. Got it. So anyway, um game finishes. I guess the team had an issue with the referee. And after the, the last buzzer sounded, um somebody somebody filming it shows the coach of the team approaching the referee followed by his players in in sort of an aggressive manner, right? They, they clearly were unhappy with the way the guy ref the game. Okay. Dude, they attack the ref and and throwing punches. They, he gets dropped, kicked, punched, like the whole the whole nine, right? Um, sustain some injuries, whatever. Goes to the hospital. I mean, the guys, the guys, finding didn't kill him or anything. Um, but I know, like you, I believe all that. Yeah, not yeah, well, shocked at all, dude. You, so you refed what, like mm-hmm. soccer? Is that what it was? I've refed soccer and basketball. Oh, basketball too. That's yeah, right. Yeah. I've, where, I've, where have you found so like and 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 I've coached, so I can tell you from ooh, all right. angles, man. Um, so ref and listen, lower level ref, not any like rec leagues, like so at, at community centers and stuff. So I've done it for kids soccer. This is a church, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I've done it for like the Y, I would say, and and so like and that's kids soccer. I've done adult soccer. I've done kids basketball. I've done adult basketball, and I've done flag football leagues on both kids and adults. Um, adult leagues are the worst. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Because everyone thinks bro. they're athletes. Yeah, bro. Or you get all the former athletes who are trying to restore their glory on Ooh, a Saturday morning, yeah, yeah. you know, playing soccer at the at a rec league and then all tearing ACLs and shit because they're, th- you know, it's, it's hysterical. But, and parents, dude, you get, um, bro, you get, um, like, coaches could be assholes. Um, I mean, definitely have my fair share of things with coaches. I've gotten the worst of things from parents as an official. Um, yeah, so parents and are the worst. kids games now okay. and the and the, in the adult, adult games, league, right. it's the adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bro, but I could, man, we could have a whole hour on the stories that, <laughs> dude. I've seen people get spit on, like officials that I've worked with, like where where players have gone up and literally just spit on them. Yeah. Oh yeah, bro. I've seen, I've been threatened. To people were gonna kill me, like, and said they're gonna wait for me outside after the game, and and they, sure enough, they were there, and people were holding them back and trying to get them, you know, like whatever, not to uh, not kill me, I guess, or whatever, right. <laughs> or officials I was with. Um, I've had parents when I coached. Uh, we were blowing a team out so bad that one of the parents from the other team threatened to kill me if I didn't tell my team to stop shooting. 
Like it was a basketball Get game. Out of here, bro. Yeah, I've had, bro. Oh, and is man, this is so? Is this parent like behind where behind your bench? No, opposite side. And they walked over uh-huh. to tell me like if you don't tell your kids to stop shooting, it was bad, bro. It was a pretty bad blowout. But I can't like I go so I stop pressing, I stop playing aggressive, but I can't tell right. kids to stop shooting, right? right. Like I'm. It, it, so the way I look at those leagues too, like it's a wide league. I'm there to teach you right how to play and how to whatever. So at that point, it's like I'll just run this play. Like don't be disrespectful, don't do that. Like I'll tell my kids that. Like yo, don't don't showboat, don't be taunting dudes, don't be like it's that bad. Like. I'm I'm also the kind that just likes to have fun, and I was very much the coach of ain't nobody ever had fun losing. So I was an <laughs> asshole for sure, and I I had no trouble rubbing shit in. But in those games, bro, I want to say this shit was like fifty five to like two, like it was bad, bro. Oh my god, yeah, yeah it was bad. And so like the 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 parent came over, and I'm like, bro, I can't make them stop shooting. What do you want me to do? Have them hand you the ball? Like at, like like what do you do in that kid? Do you just dribble? Just and let dribble the shot clock the shot run clock. out? Like yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. Like it's yeah. not fair to these kids either. Like they paid and they're here to learn, and they want like nah, man, I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna. I don't want to embarrass your kids, but like you know, like at one point, bro, I think I even told them like don't take a layups, and everything was just falling bro like it was just one of those days and this dude came over and he was all but like five foot six bro and he goes like and he threatened to kill me and then i said like i can't ask them to stop shooting and he goes i'm gonna wait for you outside and i was like cool bro i'm the white you know whatever blah blah or black you know whatever car all right uh, you know i'm like three rows behind bro wait i'll be there afterwards I'm like the fuck like, I'm like, I'm like, cool, bro. um did he wait Nah, I think his wife or his somebody wife talked some like, sense hey, into him stupid. yeah dumbass like go like yeah and how old are these kids bro like 13, 12, maybe, 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 dude. I did my brothers when, when they were like late middle school and then high school. So I did like 15, 16 year olds, 17 year olds too. Um, those got really competitive and those even the kid, bro. And I was, I'll be the first to admit, I'm an asshole too. Like I've played in those same leagues yeah. and, and have had our mutual friend has been an official in our game and I suck, but I talk a lot of shit. So, and I would talk a lot of shit to him just because, you know, like, like for fun, like I never meant it, but I would give him shit all the time. Right. Like, uh, you know, but and I'm the worst, bro. When I played in rec leagues, like whether it was baseball or softball or whatever, like I'm, I talk a lot of shit and I talk a lot of shit to rest because I think when you've also done it, right, you sort of know. So, um, but I've never gotten to the point where I feel like I need to threaten to kill somebody or you know, right. Any it's of that never stuff. that serious, N- never, bro. But I have, bro. I've, sadly enough, I've seen people fight. I've seen people, dude. I've seen. I've had a game once, bro. It was a championship game for a rec league on a soccer. We had to have cops on the field on their patrol cars, like wait. So we finished like the tournament because somebody had threatened us in an earlier game that they were going home to grab their gun and they were coming right back. And so a cop had to sit there the rest of the tournament oh and then watch this play the whole way through to make sure this guy didn't come back. Um, dude, <laughs> we've had some wild. Yeah, man, I've had some wild interactions. I used to I used to preface. It got so bad, bro. I would preface like the. the so you always have like a meeting sort of midcourt or midfield and all that stuff. And I would yep. start off like my soccer ones because those are for whatever reason, bro, those are the most intense ones. <laughs> Like, I thought basketball was bad, and it can be. Dude, the guys who play soccer, oh, my God, bro. And I would go, I'm like, listen, guys. This is the, men, this is the men's league? Yeah, this is like a, oh, it was co-ed. Ooh. So I would go up there, and I would just be like, guys, there's a really, it was like, there's a, a high probability, probably 100% that I will never referee a FIFA game or anything like that. 
and there's an even higher likelihood that none of you guys will ever play in that. So like, let's, let's remember, let's keep, yeah. keep it like that. Let's keep so it so that funny, energy. they would laugh, and then when I would tell them that part, they'd be like, you know, like, fuck you, I could still play, you know, if I wanted to, you know. <laughs> but I would I would literally preface it by saying that, going like, yo, I'm not going to get every call right, I'm not get whatever, but you, you guys paid to play here. Like, we're not right. paying you, this isn't like, you're not getting anything, because people would get ballistic bro like i mean ballistic bro and you wonder man i mean it, listen it, it, it's nice to win right yeah, yeah but like let's say you win the whole thing is it is it the little trophy that you get to put no, on he, your yeah, mantle trophy, like you might what get a is it? t-shirt you, uh, yeah yeah like what is it i always tell people bro if you want to know what someone's really like go play a rec league with him or go watch him watch his kids play a sport you want to know what people are really like, bro? Go do that. Like, go watch somebody watch their kid play a sport or watch them play in a rec league, and you'll be like, oh, okay. Because like, I can be an asshole. I know I'm an asshole at some of those rec leagues. Yep. And even watching my kid, um, you know, I've learned to control it and try not to, but I, I just talk too much, right? So I'll just be like, I'll be the one behind, like, really close to the rep going like, bro, you blew that one. Yeah, you really blew that one. <laughs> that one was pretty bad. Like, I'll just be like, <laughs> but I've never gotten to the point where I wanted to kill somebody or like threaten their life or whatever. Like, it, it's a rec league, bro. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, no, I saw that story, man. And I, and I freaking thought about <laughs> We you. got, ask our, our friend, man, our, our yeah. boy, he's got some crazier ones. Though. Yeah. I think he, I think he's had scenarios like that where he didn't give me, but people were literally like, yeah, we're going to go meet you out in the parking lot and fight later. I think, and him and I have both lucked out that we're both sort of on the bigger side. Like, yeah. I think he's about six foot, probably about 200 pounds, like, like me. So you generally, so that's why he started working out lately. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, you generally get the guys that I think they go up to you and then they realize like, oh shit, I'm looking up at this guy and I'm and I'm like sort of pointing at him. And so maybe they're like getting off their chest, but they're not really willing. Because you can tell, like there's some guys where I would just let them get it off. And then I think what bothers people even more is that like, I don't match the energy. Like I don't sit there and yell back. Right. Like, you know me, like, so I just go, oh, I, you're worked up and I'm under your skin. So like they would just go off and off and off. And then, and then it would just be like, you fucked that up. And I'd be like, I probably did. And so it infuriates them All more because right. they're just like, they want you to be combative and right. just like yeah i probably miss that yeah and they'll just be like like they don't know what to say so it just goes dude up. i've had that shit happen one time bro you know that 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 the whole where um somebody like approaches you and then they realize like your size when you yeah. get there <laughs> dude i had a guy um like had a road rage incident i think i think i cut the guy off and so i'm driving down and um he gets in front of me i'm on the phone with my wife i'm on the way home from work and and he's like, I can see him in his rearview mirror, like pointing at me, and he's just saying shit in his car, right? And I'm like, oh, this guy's pissed off, right? And I said, like, and I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm, I wonder if I cut him off. Maybe I did. I don't know. Anyway, I, I let him go ahead. I'm just like, I'm just gonna back off. I let him go ahead because, like, I'm not mad. Yeah. Like, and and I'm not trying to fight nobody. I'm going home. There's a fucking red light, bro. He stops about 200 feet before the red light. And then so I'm following him, but I'm giving him crazy space because he tried to brake check me one time. Oh. Right? And so I just backed way off. So he stops 200 feet before the light. And so I stop way behind him, maybe like 100 feet behind him. He gets out of the car. And I'm like, and I'm on the phone with my wife and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's getting out of the car. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let me go fuck this guy up real quick. I'll be Hold back. Hold on. So, bro, it's so funny, man. So he's he's approaching. Hold on. He's approaching my car like he's he's walking with with intent, right? Bro, I get out of the car, and I, and I'm like, 
what do you want to do, bro? <laughs> and bro, it was like the the moment I got out and said it to him, dude, he did a 180, started going back to his car and kept turning back to me, yelling at me and pointing. And I'm like, get out of here. Fuck you, bro. you lucky you're big. <laughs> Dude, I had a similar incident in a, in a, actually, bro, at our old place where we used to work. Uh, at, at that, that was there, too. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and that, you remember that at, that Chipotle parking lot? Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, there was a weird uh, stop sign, like, where the entrance is. Anyway, I, I think I definitely ate the stop sign. It was my fault. And I went back. And the guy was pulling in from, like, the main road. And he almost hit me. And I was like, oh, shit. So I kind of, like, whatever, like, went past him. He kind of gave me the honk shit. And I, I felt, I didn't, like, curse him. I was like, oh, shit, like, my bad kind of yep. thing. And so I went and I pulled into the spot. He pulls into the spot behind me and blocks me in, and he's like cursing and going off. But I'm getting out like my car, like all right. But so I get out and I walk towards his window and I go, "What's up, bro?" And I think same scenario, like he must have looked and went, "Oh fuck, I wasn't ready for that." (laughs) And this girl is like telling him, "Like bro, stop, 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 stop." So when I go up to the car and I wasn't even hyped, I just went like, "Yo, what's up?" Like, "Yo, my like my bad, bro." Like, what? So he like literally raises the window while I'm like walking towards his car, just raises the window and drives <laughs> off. And I was just like, he was real mouthy, like, bro. Not today. Like, not, to- yeah. like, not today. And bro. I guess you just never know these days because people who have like guns and whatever. And so you just like, yep. like I wasn't even trying to fight him. But when I seen him block me in, I'm kind of like, and I had to walk his way to go into the store. I'm just people like, get okay. crazy, bro. You seen that fucking Mike Tyson shit? Bro. <laughs> Mike Tyson knuckled somebody up on a plane this past. Was it this week, right? I think it was. So Why some, Mike on a commercial flight? He's on JetBlue. He's on JetBlue. That's what shout I was wondering. Shout out to JetBlue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they ain't got no first class or nothing. Oh, you can get more room. That's it. <laughs> you can get <laughs> give you two more inches of leg room. That's it, man. They got the more room on there. I, I love JetBlue. Um, but you too. Yeah, man. So supposedly, I think this guy was like, trying to like film for his like social media oh is that what okay and so he just got like a little belligerent man and and was he drunk i don't know but i think at one point he threw like a water bottle or something at at mike but again i don't know how it escalated so of course people who just start filming when mike is just doing turbo punches (laughs) on his face (laughs) yo you throw a water bottle like mike tyson you're asking to get punched bro dude if any, and, and I always do this, man. If I've seen anybody that's that that that's sort of famous, I might give him like a head nod yeah. or be like, "Oh shit!" Like you know, in this case, right? Like, "Oh, Mike Tyson, man, you know, how you doing?" Because all I want as a fan is like an, an acknowledgement, like like, a, "Oh, yeah, what's yeah. up?" Give me that nod, yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Give me a head I'm nod. The same way, yeah. I'll just give me give me something, right? But people, man, they they want to. I, I I don't know what this guy was sort of after. Like this dude, and I think he was talking to him at first. And I want to say after Mike knuckled him up, he turned around and gave him some shrooms, dude. And then he didn't he take like a photo with him after the kid. The guy's got like a black eye and all that. They got a photo together and shit. I'm like, yo, oh, I didn't see, I didn't so see the Mike, photo. Mike gave him shrooms. Yeah, here, this will take down the swelling. <laughs> this will get the swelling down. Yo, Mike, have you seen how many shrooms he takes at yo, one time? Yo, he takes a bunch, like like a handful. It's violent, bro. I don't know how he does that shit, man. He takes a handful of shrooms and literally just chews them raw like that and just. Those are psychedelics, bro. Yeah, dude. That Mike didn't even know what he was punching, bro. It was a whole dragon. He thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening that to. Shirt, I was listening to uh, the beginning of uh, Joe Rogan had a, had uh, Mike Tyson on his podcast. He was really good last one. I didn't listen to the uh, latest, but so the one before that. I just started, man. But they're both high. <laughs> of course. <they're. laughs> and I'm like, I can't even listen to this if I ain't high. 
<laughs> so I turned it off. <laughs> you turn, you got to get high and then go back. But I heard him on there the last time. Um, Mike surprised me, man. There's um, there's a lot of, which you figured there would be, but I just wasn't sure like how to take him. Like, there's a lot of debt to Mike that I don't think we really understand. Like, some, like he's... He's like really smart and profound in a certain way, right? Yeah. But then, and then also there's like a savage in him that you're just oh, like, yeah, that, yeah, that shit's is. not normal, bro. Like we'll say something and you're like, yeah, bro, that's not normal. Like the when he talks about fighting and like how he legitimately like wants to kill a guy and like just the way he talks, like he romanticizes like the violence. And then in the same breath, he's all about like love and thing and taking these shrooms right. and being like you're just yeah, like, no, he doesn't like that that that, that part side of his life, of him, yeah, that yeah, side yeah. Of him, right. It's strange, man, but he was a great, like, just, yeah, just really profound. Like, even, dude, the the Conquerors, I was so, like, um, I got so into, like, his stories about the Conquerors that he would study, like, like Genghis Khan, and, and, and he would, like, go, and, like, he knew them, and he would, like, give you all these facts and stuff about how he studied these guys and the psychology behind them almost as a way to, I guess, take that, and how does he bring that into the fight game, Um yeah, man, just I just never I just never thought of Mike as like a three or, or that dimensional of a guy like that. You know, I just thought like hey, it was a big guy, he punches hard, like fucking a, like. But everything was very intentional, like in in how he approached things, right? Man. And so that's what I got out of his first Rogan, or maybe it wasn't the first, but it was the last Rogan interview that he did before this this one that he just did now. Yep. Um. But yeah, man. It's, but yeah, no, I, I always look at that and I go, somebody, you know, boxers. You ever see those videos where you have like regular Joes oh, trying to fight like real fighters? Yeah, it's not. It's easy. not like it, and and so I always go. You never want to provoke like a real fighter. Like they can really fuck you up. They would kill. They could you. kill you yeah, yeah. with a punch. Like yeah, yeah, bro. dude. And and so I was looking at this guy going like, man, you got a death wish if you're trying to provoke this guy, bro. It was um, I had I tell you a story all the time about when I was doing the whole boxing thing, like this boxing gym I was going to. I was training with boxers. They didn't have anyone like my my size, so to speak, because I would technically be a heavyweight. Or cruiserweight or whatever in oh, boxing, right, and right. everyone there was tiny, so they would have me like spar or train with the kids who were like welterweights or middleweights. But you talk about kids who were like one fifty five. Fuckers hit hard, don't they? Hard as <laughs> fuck, bro. <laughs> you ever see Ryan Garcia? Yeah, bro. He's a hundred. <laughs> what do we? What do we say? One thirty eight. One thirty eight, bro. I was like, I would murder you. Like I'm looking at these, ki- and they were small. They were scrawny. Yeah. They were really tiny, and um, and I'm looking at him I'm like, bro. Like, and I knew technically they were really good boxers, right, right? Of course. I didn't think they would hurt when they hit me, right, bro. This kid <laughs> hit me once in the <laughs> stomach, and I was like, nah, bro. <laughs> Time out. Time out. <laughs> I was like, bro, I thought my soul left my body. Like it was so hard, bro. And he and he was a bro. I mean, I tell you, he was a small, scrawny kid. He was like a Ryan Garcia build. Okay. He caught me so fucking hard in my stomach. And and we're sparring. And he's holding back allegedly. Right. I was like, bro. Nah, bro. You know what? Them dudes are probably like this big motherfucker. Yeah. Th- like, and I'm thinking that's what he thought. He goes like, nah, this guy's. This is a heavy bag. Yeah. Because he even said he goes like, nah, bro. If you hit me, like, right. I, so I can't let you hit me, kind of thing. And I'm just like. Nah, bro, you caught me with that shit. Everything in me, bro, moved. I swear, there was organs moving. Do you moving. know Oof. I do not know how to punch? Bro, I was so mad, bro. Like, I wanted to fuck him up so bad. But I knew. And you know you couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I knew, like, if he hit me one more time, I was going to be out. You have to grab him. Bro, 
I, I've never been able to confirm that I do, in fact, have organs other than the fact that I'm alive. I felt every single fucking one of them. When he hit me, I was like, ooh, ooh, that goes that one. He like, ooh, is that where the kidney's at? Yo, and I looked at him. I was like, hold on. I was like, yo, and I think I looked at him. I went, I really want to fuck you up right now. I can't breathe. I was like, why did I agree to let you hit me like that, bro? <laughs> God damn, bro. That shit hurt, man. And, and them dudes, and they're trained, bro. Obviously, it's like yeah, they know how bro. to get leverage yep. and all that. And like, you know, they, like, they Dude, know it's about technique. Boxing's angles, technique. And they're small, and... bro. No boxers are ever diesel. They're no. all scrawny, lanky. And they, and it's by design. They don't yeah. want to be diesel. You got the long muscles. Yep, you got long right. muscles. Yep. And then I guess uh, I didn't realize, uh, I think it maybe even Joe Rogan, like someone like Anthony Joshua, it takes so much oxygen to run, to run the muscles. muscles. That you can't fight twelve rounds like uh, efficiently and all that, so that's why these Which guys. Which is why, are... man, I was so I was always shocked when, um, in the younger years, like when Holyfield fought. Mm. Holyfield was like a freaking Adonis, Rips, bro. bro. Yeah, yeah. And he's he had muscles coming out of coming out of his ears, but but he could go like his Rip. yeah his 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 uh his stamina was great. Man, but yeah, dude, those those <laughs> you <laughs> you get hit by Mike Tyson, bro, like. Uh, you taking yo? I you know there's always used to be the thing like are you taking a punch from Mike Tyson for yeah for like, for a like million dollars yeah for the million dollars <laughs> absolutely but um god damn you take it for free just for heckling him I guess you think you get you could sue he took a few yo he took because <laughs> <laughs> Tyson's not a big guy either bro no Tyson's what five eight no maybe five what? seven. No, I think he's my height, bro. I think he's like 5'11". Well, he's a heavyweight. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a heavyweight. So he's got to be 5'11", like 200 pounds. Yeah. Eh, okay. So he's, yeah, he's a pretty big dude then, I guess. Like, I guess I always looked at him in comparison to the rest of the heavyweights. And, and he was a short he, guy. He was a short guy, bro. He yeah. was, yo, I saw that fight recently. I forget um, who was. They were playing. It's the one that lasted like 48 seconds. And, and the dude was like towering over him. And of course, Mike catches him with one of these short, like, you know, he, he used to, bro, he used to throw punches with bad intentions. Like, he really oh wanted God, to kill you. Bro, yeah. And he catches this guy with this little short punch. It doesn't even look like it connects fully. Like, it just nicks the guy. Oh, I know exactly um, what I'm talking about. Fuck. I can remember the guy's name because yeah. he's a nobody. Yep. He was a nobody, bro. But this dude fell and he looked like he, and, like, and he has the eye, his eyes like that. Bro, he big. saw his ass. Yes, bro. That shit was. <laughs> like, I know the fight you talking yeah. about, too, bro. I was like, Damn, bro. Like, because it was one of those things where you go, yo, these dudes faking it because they're just like, fuck it. The first time he hits me hard, I'm out. I yeah. go, yeah, you can't fake that eye, that look. <laughs> bro, I was like, damn. Oh, what is that guy's name? I, I'm, I'm going to think of it soon. Yeah, yeah. It, it, but it, it was like that 48-second fight, man. And and the guy was throwing haymakers, too, because the guy was trying to get yep. it. He I know exactly clipped, the fight you're talking bro. about, bro. <laughs> he gets clipped, and you're just like, <laughs> ooh. Like, damn, bro. Like, yeah. You watching the NBA playoffs, man? I, so I've watched some of it. I, I've made it a point to what I did watch Boston, Brooklyn. I think two or two of the games. I watched some of the game at least. I watched the one Saturday night and I watched the one last night. Um, I've tried to catch Golden State when I can, and then I finally saw Dallas play. I did watch a little bit of um, New Orleans Timberwolves has been the most entertaining to me, and then Atlanta, Miami. I did watch one of those, but I haven't watched any. No, hold on, no, no, no. New Orleans is playing the Timberwolves, Suns. right? <laughs> oh, yeah, the Suns. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry, Memphis, 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 Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Memphis Timberwolves have been entertaining. This, I did watch the Suns game, the one they just lost. I did watch that yep. one too. Um, that one's in- interesting as well, man. I never watched first round because I find them not to be competitive, but I they feel like are, this bro. is the most competitive first round ever. I was telling my brother on Saturday, we were watching the game. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't, I, I generally check out first round because it's not competitive. It's the one versus eight. But for whatever reason, man, it's 
competitive. Like it's so competitive, many of the series bro. are two two, or you know, with the exception of fucking Brooklyn, you know, nobody's getting swept. But dude, I can't believe they got swept. Swept with, with bro. that with oh. that roster. That's a, I could go an hour in on that team. So, so. yeah, so I, so the one the things I wanted to bring up on that one, man, was like first of all, Ben Simmons, like. Is this all mental for this guy at this point, says, man? I, I don't know what to believe, bro. Because it went mental, then it went physical. Now it's back to mental. I was gonna say it went it went physical. Said his back, and then I was and I was thinking just as a fan, going like, "Bitch, you ain't played in a year. Like, you should be great. You should be fantastic, right? You should be in, you should be in great physical shape, right? So then that leads me to the to the mental aspect of it, and then, and then I go, listen, if you're gonna work on your mental, like I get it, then just don't play. Don't be a part of any team. Don't be a part of Go team. Go do you, and then maybe whenever you're ready, come back and try out for a team, and then maybe you make it again, yeah. right? Or maybe somebody Time picks you up. free agency. I agree, bro, because you're, le- you're taking up a roster spot, and you're letting down people who are going to work every day. Because at the end of the day, this is a job. Is You know, yep. and pro sports teams, like, they count on each other. You're letting everyone else down. So while I, I want to take it serious, if you say you're suffering from mental yeah, health, yeah. then leave. Right. And then go go figure that out. You're not gonna have trouble getting back in the league, at all, right? Finding a job. Yeah, you figure if he gets off, if he go, lays off for like a year and just does like the mental work that he needs to do, but then at the same time, sort of stays in shape, you will not have a problem. You're still young enough. He's still young enough to get picked up again, right? But I do have a problem with him sitting on the bench there and. Um, taking up a roster spot, yeah, collecting dude. a paycheck, doing all that stuff. And then you're like, bro, you look happy. You look just fine there. And then you go, are you mental because you think your basketball game is going to be impacted because you're going to suck because you're afraid to take shots? Like, like right. if that's the case, you should definitely not be on the roster then and go figure that out with a sports psychologist or whatever they do. But like, yeah, man, he's getting on my nerve now. Not as much on my nerve as Kyrie. Like Kyrie is, so is really... Is, is Kyrie now the, the most selfish player? <laughs> Has to be right. I mean, fuck, man. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe the guy. I, I fuck. Man. I mean, I, I, like I get the vaccine thing, but, sure. But then I also go, all right, man. Then if if a job requires you to have something and you don't want to have that thing, then again, like like Ben, you Simmons, shouldn't be allowed. To don't be play, allowed. Bro. Yeah, don't play. And Kyrie also. I what I really irked me about Kyrie was the last week of how he couldn't handle the heckling. And he was getting really petty. Oh, my God. Yeah, but during, the, during, during that series. Yeah, and I get that. Like, listen, I'm not saying that you should allow people to disrespect you. What I hate from some of these, um, and actually what I hate about Kyrie is his lack of perspective, bro. It's like, bro, you, you, you get paid, and I'm going to leave the amount out of it. I don't give a fuck what it is. You make a living playing a game. And then with that, you get people who are passionate. And the reason you get to play a game for money is because you have people who are passionate who are going to give you shit, bro. Like, shut the fuck up and take it, bro. You're a grown man. Like, or, or just you talk shit like, back. Right. That's fine. But Dude, don't whine about it after the game. Like, it's Perfect so fucking big. historical figure that, that, that's been heckled in probably his whole career. Reggie Miller. Oh, yeah. Ruthless. Handles it. Fucking fantastic! You know what I mean? Like he'll go through and and make like the choking the the choking uh um gesture to to Spike Lee or to the crowd or whomever you know. Or I like, loved Reggie, right? Talk, yeah. And he just or, or or you know in in the heat of the game in the last moments he's sinking in your face and then you have no point or you have no choice but to be quiet. 
Like, do that shit. Yeah, take like, care of business. Or even if he chirped back and went whatever, but then when he does afterwards, like, I'm not going to let fans to disrespect me, like, just whining. Yeah, it's like, right. bro, those, the, the same passion that leads to that is the same passion that leads to the fact that you have a multi-billion dollar league that allows you to live a really good life and generationally take care of your family. Like, the lack of perspective from him is just, like, drives me crazy, bro. And it sucks because I'm a Nets fan. And so, like, they, I've never found them so hard to root for. Like, KD, I can actually root for. He doesn't oh, yeah. bother me as much because at least KD, I feel like he, he I, I feel like KD maybe is, um his problem is he's not a leader. I think they need to get a leader on that team and just right. let KD be the one to score and get buckets. The problem is KD's not going to lead a team, and that's fine. Dude, was KD perfect with Golden State? He was phenomenal, bro, but he's soft. He's, he's thin-skinned, and so he couldn't take the Draymond's getting on his shit, or Kerr getting on his oh, shit. And so man, it's like, oh, I gotta bro. go be somewhere where I can run the show. And it's like, well, here's what you get, bro. You get you get C-class coaching, you get C-class uh, you know, teams around you. Dude, think about anything you do for a living, bro. Your job, my job, anywhere. If you have C-talent level around you, how frustrating is that? Yeah. And then would you leave an A-class organization because the C-class organization lets you do whatever you want and call the shots yeah, no. because you're afraid of the pressure? Like, like it's just, and I feel like I wonder if he'll look back and regret this move because, bro, think about do he could have been winning five, six titles with Golden State potentially easily, easily, right? Like you, you figure he would have already had his third probably, and then they would have been working for one this year because that team looks fucking unbeatable. Like I, I find it hard to believe that anyone's gonna beat that team four times in seven games, man. I, I just in the yeah, West they, anyway, other than Phoenix, a healthy Phoenix team. Which, just, which, um, what's his name? Booker's out, Booker. man. So you're like, man, if you don't have a healthy, I just, in seven games, I just don't see who, bro, because yeah. they have, do the fact that Curry's coming off the bench is bananas. And, and it's working for them. And it's working, bro. And, they're, and dude, and talking about it's, ego uh, jo- and perspective. Jordan, Jordan Poole, right? Jordan Poole, he's dude. He's the one that's uh, starting for in his place. The anti-Kyrie, like fucking Curry willing to come off the bench, a superstar, three rings, whatever. He's probably like, yeah, cool, bro. This shit helps the team. I'll yeah. do it. Meanwhile, Kyrie is like complaining about fans heckling him and fucking doesn't want to get vaccinated. And then like just, bro, he, I just, I don't see a scenario where, so he has a player option. I don't see how you pick that up. Like, he's going to opt out, right, because he's going to think he's old max money. I don't see how you give this guy 40 mil, whatever, 50 mil a year for five years. I just, I just, yeah, just man. Is this, is this the last year of his contract? But I think it's a player option last it is year. Player. So he can opt out, which he's more likely he will, um, because he's going to go, well, no, I will go get a five-year deal now at max money. So he won't, he won't exercise his player option. I think he opts out. So, or, or he, yeah, he opts out. So. I don't see why you would pick that up. If you're I just there. wonder what is the like what's what's Durant's best move? If you're him, I think you go you if you're him, you have to go to the front office and go. Don't resign him. Get me somebody else. Let's get Ben uh, because I think him and Ben would work well because Ben's a distributor. He's not a scorer. He's like right. they, he you know he can defend. And he plays D. Right? Yeah. So you go if Ben can get out of his head and and deal with that whatever that is, then he'll be fine. Go spend some money and get get go get me a Bradley Beal. Go get me um. You know, who, I don't know, bro. So anybody who's uh, who's good, who's unhappy with their current organization, um, you know, a solid. You, he almost needs a, a leader, bro. But they're not going to be able to get like a superstar caliber level one. So they're going to have to get him another really. I was going to say, you know, like like a Damian Lillard. Yeah, Lillard would dude, be Lillard phenomenal. Would be phenomenal, man, on that team because Lillard will be your leader. Yep. And then, so do, I mean, can you talk them into trading Damian Lillard? Like that would be. 
ideal do you trade Kyrie for Tim? But then if you're Portland, do you take Kyrie? You take Kyrie. Like I just I I don't want do he because you know what after LeBron he had you know he had the stint in Boston that didn't that didn't work out and then now is this this year two with uh, the Nets? No two yeah right, right. year yeah. year two with the Nets. Dude, and there's the whole shit where they said they didn't need a coach, and then the whole shit where they're like, remember that? Like, Dude, it might in, be year three, bro. In his press conference, bro, he was going, um, you know, me and Kevin, and he named some front office guys, almost like, yeah, like 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 we're gonna make the best decisions for the team. Which and I'm is, like, bitch, you're a player. Shut man. the fuck shut up, up, bro. <laughs> Here's why I'm gonna use that. Later. Shut up and dribble, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, bro. He it, it he drives me crazy, man. And as a Nets fan. It, I, it sucks so much to not be able to root for this team that is so stacked, but they're stacked in the wrong way. Yeah, and it, it was just so hard to root for them, man. I, 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 and I think he's a big part of that. Like, I think I could get past KD. I, I do think KD has a little thin skin stuff to him, but at least, at least he shows up. You know, so I'm like, okay, at least he shows yeah. up. And the guy plays him. ball, bro. Yeah, you can't you can't be mad at that. And he did have a shitty series, like a really shitty series. No, I don't think they had a shitty series, man. I think that they like well, they Tatum they, did. They did a really good job of going. No one else is shooting. We're gonna lock down this guy and make everybody else. Yeah, beat make us. yeah, make make they not even Blake make Dinwiddle beat us or whoever else they had on that team, man. And, and yeah. nobody stepped up, man. Bro, is Jason Tatum now worked his way into the top ten in the NBA? Has to be right, yeah. superstars. Like he's got to be. Uh, I, you think about guys you take. See me before Jason Tatum now. There's man, not many. There's not many, dude. Like if you were starting a franchise today, I mean, how how deep do, do you go? You well, go no, Luka, hold on, maybe man. you go yeah. Devin Booker. Like you go, you go yeah. Luca, Devin Booker, uh, Djokovic. Yeah. Um, ah, you taking Djokovic over over Jason Tatum? Yeah, I think so, bro. Um, I would say, uh, you know, Embiid. Um, uh, Giannis, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So there, there are K- KD, KD. You would take yeah, so, Steph. So, Steph. Uh, today, you would take Steph today over Jason Tatum. You wouldn't, bro. Nah, to start a franchise today, I wouldn't take a no. I would take Jason Tatum. Dude, think you're, about you're thinking about youth. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying, so Steph had seven, eight years before they got. You know, he got the obviously he got Clay and he got Draymond yeah. and he got that team. Um. Obviously, and he, he, he wasn't healthy. I don't think, you know, well, we saw it. Steph would just, Steph couldn't carry that team. You know, like last year, year before, they couldn't even make the playoffs. Jason Tatum, man, I, I dude, I, he might be creeping into that, like, I think superstardom, like Devin Booker level where you go. He may not be LeBron KD, right. but he's at that tier right beneath that, man. And the kid's yeah, only 24, man. So you go, usually you hit that peak in 27, 28 in the NBA, like this kid's gonna be scary in three years. And dude, he he is nasty. Um, but uh, but that entire Celtics team is playing so good right now. <laughs> I mean, even like they got the old dog Hor- Horford on there, right? He's doing his thing. You got Jalen Brown. You got um, who's the defense? The, I always call him the the defensive guy on there. Smart, there. smart, Marcus yeah. Smart. Um, they got they got a good squad, bro. So kudos to them. No one thought they were gonna beat. The Nets, let 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 alone sweep, bro. Dude, yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting a sweep, man. Yep. I thought it would be a good series, close games, and you know, I thought I thought it goes like seven, six, or seven. Fuck, man, yeah, not, I, it's not, a, four. not four, dude. And then they were all close games, but in a way, they never seemed. 
there were close games, but you never felt like Brooklyn was going to win them. You know, like it just felt like, yeah, these that guys. They're going to figure it out. Yeah, they're better coached. They play better together. The ten, you know, like the, who's just, their coach? Oh God, I can't think of his name. But he got he um, replaced basketball Belichick. Um, he he replaced uh, Stevens, um, who went up yeah. to the front office. Um, OEA. Oh man, he's got a, he's yeah. got a pretty so odd. It's a name. name I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really odd name, man. It's not a very common name. Um, but yeah, man, he's done a great job. It's his first year. Yeah. So and they seem to respond well to him. Fucking better than Steve Nash is doing. With, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> with Brooklyn, bro. All right, man. How we doing on time? Oof, we're hour seven in, bro. Oh, okay. We went okay. by quick. That went by really quick. It's super fast, man. All right, man. Let, talk to me. Talk to me about this imaginary friend. Yo, <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> You didn't know about my boy. He watches the uh, other podcast. He sits in here with us the whole time. <laughs> Yo, there's this YouTuber, bro. Is his, his name Todd? Ooh. <laughs> can't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. Go. Tell me. <laughs> bro, he's a YouTuber named uh, Lucas Risotto. Mm-hmm. He, so he grew up with this imaginary friend he had, um, and it was his microwave. And in his mind, the appliance had like this vivid personality and this whole history. And he talked to the microwave and he named it Magnetron. So he named it Magnetron. And in his mind, Magnetron was an English gentleman from the 1900s. He was a World War I veteran. Uh, he was an immigrant, a poet, and of course, an this expert. Is, this is a smart kid. Yeah. And he was an expert StarCraft player. And uh, had, bro, he built his whole history. So a few months ago, he decides that he wants to use AI to make his imaginary friend more real. Uh, and he uses this platform called GTP3. It's okay. a language model from OpenAI. Anyway, okay. so not to get too far into it, but um, so he uses a smart microwave from Amazon, which I don't know if you knew that they had, but so my microwave- Amazon broke, Basics? Amazon Basics has a microwave that's smart. And the only reason I know this is because my microwave broke recently and I was looking on Amazon to just get like a temporary one yeah, yeah. because mine is built into my oven thing yeah. or whatever. So anyway, so I looked and I saw, bro, yeah, they have smart microwaves that work with your Alexa that you can control. And they're not, bro, they're like less than $100. Get the fuck it's wild. Here. So anyway, so he ta- he uses a smart microwave from Amazon and he gets a microphone and speakers and and some of his own tech. At it. So I think by microphone and speaker means he uses the, the Echo Dots or whatever. Right. And he takes his own tech and he brought the um, the appliance to life. So he, he wrote a hundred page book detailing every moment of its imaginary life and basically programmed the microwave to know like to know that you've lived that this life. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Bro, so he began speaking to it regularly. So he he fed because he gave it so much information about this previous life and what it's um and these like imaginary interactions. The the thing would literally have open dialogue with him back and forth. Get and the would, fuck and, out yeah, of dude, here, bro! It's wild. But then <laughs> 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 the microwave, bro. Uh, it it took a little dark turn, <laughs> and, and the, the microwave starts threatening him threatening his life and doing what so remember you have like a world war one veteran so presumably you have all these weird things like programmed into him of what that means whether it's ptsd whether it's whatever God, bro the, the the microwave starts saying things like reciting poems to him and shit that are like threatening to kill him so it goes roses are red violets are blue you are a black stabbing bitch and i will kill you <laughs> so, um he's like not exactly something that i programmed him to say and then at one point um the microwave asked him to go inside the microwave and then so he goes, huh? So he pretends that he gets inside and closes the door. The microwave turns itself on. So basically like. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Out of here, bro. <laughs> so, Un- unplug. Yeah, dude. So get the fucking sledgehammer 
and just go beat the fuck, go go do an office space on that shit. Dude, and it gets nutty. He asked the microwave why he did that, and the microwave responded, because I wanted to hurt you the same way you hurt me. So, uh, yeah, so, who knows? Right, so like, the microwave, whatever, has these feelings. Feelings, or right, right, right. Or, or these thoughts, right, right. Or not these thoughts, these programs. There's something about, something in this program that is saying that you He's did something to me, and and he wants like to think of revenge. revenge and all. but could you know how people are afraid of like the rising of the robots and of AI and yada yada yeah, yada? Like yeah. this shit didn't take long to happen for this thing to like pick up on all these things and put its own history together. And who knows? Maybe somebody could have hacked it or it was a programming issue or Listen, whatever. Bro, how fucking crazy is that, bro? Stop trying to make fake ass friends. Yeah, bro. We got fucked up humans already. Yep, go to you the can, mall, bro. You can, pick them, you can pick them up all day long. Yeah, we got crackheads everywhere looking for friends. We don't need to make no more. Go to com- He likes to play StarCraft. Go to your local comic shop, bro. There are plenty of kids there playing cards by themselves that could use a friend or two, bro. Just go, um, yeah. Crazy, bro. That's nuts. And you can watch it. He documents the whole thing on YouTube, and you can actually go on YouTube and watch him. And he goes What's this guy's name? His name is Lucas Risotto. I got um, to write this down. Risotto, R-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O. And then Lucas, L-U-C-A-S. Um, yeah, dude. And he has a whole YouTube channel that's based around tech. So he does tech shit all the yeah. time. Um, he's a he's a different looking dude. Um, <laughs> definitely Spe- tell he's special. In, he's special. Um, well, listen, had he climbed in that, in that damn microwave, obviously we know what would have happened. But what they going to do with his ashes? Oh, bro. <laughs> So I'm glad you brought this up <laughs> because, yo, this this uh, company, um, I gotta get the name. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this now. So it's called the Twenty One Grams Project. Okay. Twenty One Grams. Some scientist in the early 1900s, I think it's 1901, he discovered that he felt that his theory was that the human soul weighed 21 grams because he was. Um, uh, weighing the bodies of elderly people right after they died from tuberculosis, and every single one of them, they, their weight decreased by 21 grams the minute they died. And so his theory was that that was your soul oh, leaving your body. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So it's this program called 21 Grams. Um, so it, this was a way to put exactly 21 grams. So you know, when people die, some people get them cremated, mm-hmm. and you want to be able to sort of memorialize your loved one or keep them somewhere and whatever that is. Um, so he calls it the 21 grams project. He created something where you could literally save exactly 21 grams of the person's ashes in this, um, and hopefully have some life experiences with this thing for years to come. So, so, so I'm assuming it's not an urn. It is not an urn. Okay. It is a glass dildo that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that you can literally fuck yourself with and it's the the ashes are inside that's where I want my ashes to be cause y'all can all go fuck yourself yeah, <laughs> yo he did this shit for this lady and now he likes yo you know how good your dick game gotta be for someone to wanna put their, your ashes <laughs> I want to learn how to sling that kind of dick, bro. Someone's going to put your ashes in a dildo uh, and use it. Bro, this shit comes 
Bro, he thought of everything. The shit has a box that has its own key. The key is like a locket that you can carry around on your neck. Yeah. Like, so you always have it, so you're the only one who can unlock it. The fucking box has Bluetooth, so you can play Love Jams from your phone through the box. Get and then you can take the dildo, here, do your business, and it has a nice little box it goes back into. The shit looks kind of fire, bro. It's literally <laughs> a glass-blown dildo. And it has the ashes inside. So this is just for women. I mean, well, women. I mean, are, I mean, yeah. yeah, right. I mean, anyone who likes dick. Anyone can fuck themselves, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was. I like, mean, did they make any for the guys, man? Like, or the, what do you do? A fleshlight? The heterosexual guys, maybe like a like a like a pocket pussy that holds the ashes. That holds the ashes. Yeah. Nah, bro. We just move on. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> She not here no more. <laughs> she would want me to move on. <laughs> Meanwhile, 21 grams is in the background. No! <laughs> you better not. <laughs> Bro, I just want to know what kind of dick you got to sling to get a girl. I'll, if it ain't that kind of love, I don't want it. <laughs> I got to learn to lay down that kind of pipe. <laughs> you get my ashes in your dildo, it ain't real. If you don't get Yo, on that, tell them where they can find us, man. <laughs> if you're not already following us at the Carbon Footprint Podcast on IG, on TikTok, on YouTube, Facebook, uh, every single streaming platform, uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Damn right. uh, Google Podcasts, Geo7, Ghana, Pocket Cast, Podchaser, TuneIn, uh, fucking all of it. Your Alexa. Let's go, man. We're on everything, man. So hit us up. Tell your friends. Tell your pizza, man. Tell tell everybody, man. Listen, and um, shout out to you guys for the support, man. It's been fun. Absolutely. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you for the support. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Episode 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace. (laughs) Peace.